So when I first met Prophet, it was around this time two years ago. And when he met me, he wasn't even supposed to come. Another prophet was supposed to come with, with Apostle John Eckhart. Do y'all remember him? Yeah. So he came in this other prophet's stead because that prophet got COVID. So when I met him, God started speaking to him from when they exited and when he saw the property, right? So he gets in here and we talk and stuff. And so uh, he asked, this is protocol. He asked Apostle Eckhart, could he connect with me? Because he felt that he needed to be praying and interceding for me. So he let him do that. So he calls me one day and we're talking. He's like, man of God, you go, you're going to get married again. And I'm like, uh, hello. <laughs> and I mean, he was pushing me and he was just, he started and he's like, it's going to be like a honeymoon every day. He said, you're going to be ready to leave church to be, go home with your wife. That's true. That is true. So anyway, uh, long story short, <laughs> yeah, right. So long story short, he kept, every time we would talk, and, and that really wasn't my focus. And so finally I got irritated. And I did. I got irritated with him. And I was like, because he, he made it sound like it was a fairy tale, right? And I was like, man, if that happened to me like that, I said, you know what? I'm, I'll sow into your, your ministry $25,000. He's like, take it back. Take it back. He said, I'm, I'm accurate. You don't know me. I was like, I said, no, because he made it sound so good. I didn't gave him his 25000 I just want you to know that. So you all stand up and give Prophet Beaver a good word or two. God bless you this morning. Boy, that is so funny to me. I told him to take it back, so I took his money. And um, so God, God spoke to me and said, in order for this church to explode like God designed it to and I desire it to, he has to be married so that the wrong kind of people would not come in here. So I believe that that piece is already in place. So tell somebody, get ready for an explosion. <sighs> Oh, you can do better than that. Tell somebody to get ready for an explosion. Now come on, lift up your voice and give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. You know, um, there's a song that's in my heart. I'm going to sing it, but Polo already sung it. He was so moved by the Spirit of God. I want you to lift your hands up, and I want you to just think about how good God is. Think about how good He is. You're worthy of it all. You're worthy of it all. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Come on, lift up your hands and tell him that. And you're worthy of it all. You're worthy of Jesus, Jesus. And I want you to lift both hands up and I want you to give it to him. You're worthy of it all. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Yes. 
You're worthy of it all. Yes, Jesus. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, sing it again. And hallelujah. Oh, come on, lift it up, church. Hallelujah. Now tell him thou art worthy and thou art worthy. Yeah. Oh, come on, lift it up. Thou art worthy. Thou art worthy. Thou art worthy. Let me just say this. I completely listen to the instruction of the Lord. What I want you to do is I want you to lift your hands now. And if you have anything in your body, in your physical body, that is out of order, right now, the angel of the Lord, as I was walking up here on the stage, I said, oh, wow, what are you doing here? What's your assignment here? And the Lord said, I want you to sing those two songs unto me. He said, I want you to cause the people, tell the people to believe me. For miracles happening in their life right now physically. That's what he said. The angel of the Lord has been sent on assignment. Just lift your hands up and worship God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I was say, well, this is not our normal. Just lift your hands. God sometimes want to do something different. Just lift your hands up. Father, before I go into the word of God, I'm only doing what you told me to do. Thank you for manifestations of healing right now. I know you to be a healer. And I thank you for manifestations of your healing power. Somebody came here to believe God for healing in your body. You specifically came here believing for your healing. And the Lord says, lift up your hands and just worship. You actually came into this building saying, I'm going to receive the manifestation of my healing. You've interrupted my message and the head of the church is... Re- I said the head of the church is in the building to heal, to deliver. I need somebody to give him the best praise in here. Come on. I said he's in the... Come on. Come on. 
your voice. Ring out at your God. Don't look at the platform. Look to heaven. That's where your healing is coming. Well, I'm telling you, the break new power of God is in this building. I want you to find somebody close to you and say something good. Your brother or Robert, you just sing that all the time. Something good is getting ready to happen to you. Tell somebody else something good. Somebody really believe that something good is getting ready to happen. Open your mouth and praise Him. I heard the Lord say, for some of you, it's already happening. I said, it's already. Oh God, I feel that. I feel that. When you see me jump and run, you better believe the Holy Ghost. I want you to look on your row and tell them today, I need you, just like in the book of Acts, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and suddenly, everybody's playing. I believe we can lift up a praise that'll set down the street. Come on, praise them. Come on, Judah. Come on, Judah. Open your mouth and praise him in here. I got a hope. Never my secret of your heart. Because they don't take all that. You try being in a coma for 60, for 30 some days. Let your heart stop in the ICU. And God bring you back. You won't just sit there. You gonna unleash, unleash your praise. There's a praise. I come in with a praise. I wake up with a praise. I go to bed at night with a praise. I eat dinner with a praise. Let everything that has breath praise. I told you the very first thing that God said to me when I woke up from a coma. Open up your mouth and praise me. I said, God, I got a trach in my throat. He said, open your mouth and praise me. And I've been praising God ever since that day. Interesting. The Bible says that everything that has breath, praise the Lord, right? Interesting, this is special to me because the very thing the enemy tried to take was my breath. I had histoplasmosis in both lungs, filled. I was on a trick, so he tried to take my breath. So every opportunity I get to say, nah, 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 nah. How many of some more people are here? The enemy tried to take your breath. Might not have been in a depth experience, but it might have been you almost lost your mind. Matter of fact, some of you did lose your mind. And God gave it back to you. You better open your mouth and thank him for it.
You know, I know some of y'all, you didn't grow up in the church I grew up in, but they had a song that said, if it had not been for the Lord who is on my side, tell your neighbor, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, now clap your hands and praise it real loud. If you go clap, clap hard. I said, if you go clap, clap hard. Y'all sit down. Alrighty. I want to honor my friend. He's such a good man of God. I love him dearly. Pastor Eben Connor. Is his wife here today? Oh, y'all, man. The power couple is in the house. Oh, clap your hands and give God praise for them. And if you look around and somebody's still seated, they might be a little jealous. You want to pray for them. Thank God for the man and the woman of God. I think that's the first time I said that, wasn't it? I think I've not been here since they've been since they were married, but she is. Watch this. God's choice. See, Pastor Eben left out a small detail. I told him how he would see her and meet her. I told him exactly what she looked like. God, I didn't. God was specific. Because something is, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Because something is about to happen in this church. And God wanted to make sure the right one was on the scene. So he described her from head to toe. Some of y'all, you're about to get a blessing that God describes from. Some people got general blessings, but God's about to give you a, a specific mercy. I felt that down in my shadow. Tell somebody God's about to, I'm preaching already. Tell them God's about to give you a specific detail. You ain't gonna have to worry about it. Is this it? God gonna describe your blessing from head to toe. He gonna describe that new company you about to start from head to toe. He gonna show you where it's gonna belong. Y'all ain't saying nothing. He gonna give you the blueprint. He gonna show you everything. Because God wanna make sure you don't mess this up. It's so big, you can't mess this up. I'm prophesying in here. Who am I talking to? I ain't talking to everybody. I'm talking to somebody with some faith in here. My blessing is so big. God's gotta part, partially detail it out for you. There's a lady that's coming this afternoon. That's his second service. And uh, I'm the prophet to her ministry as well. And um, has an f- amazing testimony. She was a man, like dressed like a man. I mean, just looked like one. And God delivered her. Set her free. I mean, completely set her free. They tried to find someone. She said, you can check, baby. When God set me free, he set me free for real. So God did a work in her life. She's like a machine when she preaches. And so she said, prophet, how you doing? I said, good. You called me kind of early. Everything okay? Because usually when I call her or some of the other leaders that I, I minister to, Tiffany Montgomery, when I call them, they get up. And so she woke up. I said, 
the Lord said to me, in 60 days, you're going to walk face to face into your husband. Uh, you ain't got to play. We ain't going to sleep. We about to shout. Don't calm me down. We about to shout up in here. You got the wrong one. I'm about ready. When you start seeing me surveying my land, that means I'm about to run, shout, jump, do something. And I just don't want to go viral. I'm about to say he's a prophet. He can see in the spirit, but he didn't see the monitors he tripped over. I told him, thus said the Lord, in 60 days, you're going to run face to face with your husband. She forgot out about it. She was preaching in the city of Houston, Texas, and ran face to face with the man she just married. And she met him in 60 days. I said, it's going to be like a forever honeymoon. It's like I told Pastor Edmund. I said, it's going to be like a forever honeymoon. It is around him. I'm like, oh my God, somebody give me a barf bag, please. My God. <laughs> Don't tell I said that. And so every now and then that anointing comes on me. And when it comes on me, it's an anointing. You just can't say things. You have to have the anointing to say some things. And so I'm declaring in this room I don't know how many more days we got left in this year. How many days left? Somebody look it out. Come on, y'all count now. Ask Siri, she'll tell you. Siri, how many more days are left? 73 days. All I need is 60 of those days. Y'all got enough faith over here? Y'all praising over here? I can't see y'all. You mean to tell me you ain't believing God for nothing in 60 days? And the word of the Lord is, give me 60 days. I gotta move some things around for you. I gotta, I gotta call some connections to come. I gotta release favor on you. Somebody shout in 60 days. Say, Lord, I'm giving you 60 days. Now open your mouth and pray. Come on, like he already did it. Y'all, this is the word of faith, church. Do it like you already did it, like you just got it. Now, there's two types of people in this room. Two types. You have one type that's like, well, sounds good. I ain't talking to you. And there's a group of here that's like, oh, I'm going to jump on that. And I can tell which one of you, but I can tell which group you in, but how you respond to the word of God. Whatever you believe in God for, say it is so. And so it is. Alright, let me go to the word of God before I get in trouble. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you ain't going to bother me if you start praising God. Nobody can believe That's the very first thing God told me when I came out of a coma. That means he's, it's important to God. 
He didn't want me to talk to him. He said, open your mouth and praise me. I wanted to complain. He said, I said, open your mouth and praise me. Do you know that sometimes that when you praise God, you enter into what we call a sweatless victory? Let me tell you something. That's not all the time that you come into a place where you don't have to war. But then there is an anointing that is released out of your praise that causes the lion. Of Judah to say, you sit back, I'm going to fight this one. And don't get it mixed up with the one that ain't got no teeth, the roaring lion. We're talking about the lion of Judah. Now watch this. Something interesting happened to me. And I, I, was, I was going through something about uh, four or five years ago. And there was, a, there was a really, I'll tell you what it is. My feet had started losing uh, feeling in it. But that's not good. Travel, I move around, I can't do that. And now the Lord is, was telling me, I want you to travel four or five days a week like you used to in your 20s and rest two or three days. I'm like, really? He said, yes. So as y'all can see, I can fit this shirt a little better than last time. Praise the Lord. Just a little bit now. Just a little bit now. Don't, don't, don't clap too hard because I'm still working. Y'all can make me leave here thinking, okay, I got it. I don't, okay? So anyway, and I, I was losing feeling in my feet. And it concerned me just a little bit. I don't, I don't get afraid, but it concerned me. And you know the first thing the Lord told me? Lift your hands up and praise me. Sometimes you just don't understand why. I said, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm going, yeah. One of my spiritual sons is a podiatrist. I said, hey, I'm going to come see you. And I hung the phone up and I said, if you just lift your hands up and praise me, this is one battle you won't have to fight. And there's some that you do have to fight, but if you praise me, this is not one of those battles you're going to have to fight. Watch this. I was losing feeling in my feet. So I lifted up my hands and began to praise God. Feeling return back. Wait. And I started complaining again. I said, well, I wonder why they were doing it in the first place. Pain came back. No feeling. So I still didn't catch it. The Lord said, lift your hands and give me praise. But thank you, Lord. Feeling came back immediately. No problem. Immediately. And then I called him. I said, man, I have been having trouble. With my feet, you know, you're getting old, you start talking about your feet now. I've been having a little trouble with my feet. And uh, here it goes again, no feeling. And the Lord said, Marcus, do you realize every time you have your hands lifted in praise? And this is one of those sweatless victories, you don't have to fight this one. And so I praise God and never ever had problem with my feet again. So there's some victories that you receive through your praise. So anytime a, a man of God or a woman of God says, praise God, don't watch your clock. Praise God. See, we have conditions on our praise. Let me tell you what happened the other night. I'm already in my message. The other night, I had some Roar family. Anybody in front of Roar? Come on, shout loud. Oh, they're here. Okay, all right, all right, I got you. All right, okay. So, and they were all in my in my um, Airbnb. And all of a sudden, I got unrest on the inside. 
that's, that's, that's never happened. Because these are like my real sons and daughters. There's a lot of them. And but I said, y'all have to go. Get these plates and get out of here. They were going to sit around. I said, no, no. Get this. Y'all need to leave. 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 I had two, one, one security that lives, that, that was living in my Airbnb and another one that was on the other side of town. And um, I said, something, it just wasn't right. And a night before, right in the middle of our conference, I heard the enemy, because you got to know which voice is which. He said, complete devastation. I said, what? So I prayed in the spirit. It lifted. Gone. The next night, they're in my Airbnb after church, right? And I had this, I said, y'all need to leave. Son, and I never talk like this. Son, get the plate and get out of here. Y'all get in these vans and get out of here. No sooner I said that, I think a few vans drove off, shots fired right in front of my Airbnb. Right in front of it. Police, fire department, everybody. And you can actually see the kids running from the scene. This is what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, that is not a prophetic gift. Many people think because God gave that warning and he was able to pray, it's because he's a prophet. Nonsense. The prophet is the office that I walk in. And nothing to do with that particular situation. It was Holy Spirit. So some of y'all got to stop making excuses. Well, I ain't a prophet. I don't know. That's the problem. You don't know the Holy Ghost. It was an unction. An inkling. And I'm telling you, the Lord told me to tell you today, you have to rely upon the Spirit of God in this season. If I had not acted, we probably would have had a devastation out there. And so the Spirit of the Lord said to me, Marcus, you have to awaken my people to know me like you know me. Most people think that it is because I'm a prophet, and it's not. And a lot of prophets have made you to believe that they hear from God on that level because they are a prophet. That's nothing but pride. I'm going to awaken the prophet Jesus on the inside of you. So you're going to know everything you need to know. And so I've got about 10, 15 minutes, I think. Don't say take your time. Don't do that. Y'all saying that, Pastor Evan, like you got about 10 minutes. Okay. So I want to talk about inside edition. Now, John chapter 14, verse 16 says, I will pray. To the Father, that he will give you another one. So that word another means one just like me. And we're living in a season where everybody is following off to all kind of foolishness. Somebody, just because somebody said they're a prophet does not mean they're the prophet of the Lord's church. There's a spirit called kundalini. And it mimics the spirit of God. They know how to shake, rattle, and roll. They know how to speak in tongues. They know how to shout. But they are not of God. And we've had generations fall to these kinds of leaders by the thousands. 
And one of the reasons why is because many people are looking for an outside manifestation of God. They're looking externally. For a, do you know in the New Testament, under New Testament believers, it is unscriptural for us to look for a sign? Lord, if this be your will, that when I walk out today, my car trunk be open. Don't do that. Because the devil knows how to open up car trunks. You cannot look for external means and methods to find God. He's on the inside. Somebody said, well, everybody, I heard a preacher say this and I was mad. And the Lord said, don't you say nothing. Keep your mouth closed. Because if you open your mouth, you're going to get in sin. You're going to be mad. Bible said, be angry, but sin not, right? He said, everybody needs a prophet for direction. That is not the truth. And this is why we have a lot of, oh, Lord, I'm not in my church. Oh, no, don't say that. I want to come back. We have a lot of idiots in the platform drawing people to them and not God. Because you're looking for an external. And then you end up broke, giving them all your money. Messed up. Do you know David Koresh considered himself a prophet? Jim Jones considered himself a prophet, a father. And because good people did not have the Holy Ghost inside, they were good people. But they didn't have the Holy Ghost insight to know something is not right. Not because of what I see externally, but what I see internally. Tell somebody you will never be bamboozled again. You will never be hoodwinked again. The Holy Ghost is going to give you the inside scoop. Do you realize that what you are about to do in this church, I don't, I don't waste time. And God brought me back from the dead. I don't have time to waste. I have more years behind me than I do in front of me. I know I look good. But I'm going to be 49 next year. So watch this. I have more years behind me than I do in front of me. So I don't have time to waste. When I came here, the Lord said to me, I was about 150 pounds. I just got off my deathbed. I just learned how to walk. And I was in Harrisburg. Apostle John, we were talking on the phone about something. And we, he was, of course, for so many months after I came back, he was like, man, I'm so you know glad we prayed for you, et cetera, et cetera. And then he said, I'm going to go to Dallas. I said, okay, well, we're going to be in Harrisburg together ministering. He said, yeah, and I'm going to leave there and go to Dallas. I said, okay. And the Holy Spirit said, and you're going to go with him. I said, that's, I don't do that. 
right? I just don't. If you see me pop up somewhere, it's for a reason. When I go to my friend's church, whether it's 5,000 or 50, when I walk in the building, it's like something's, something's going on. God sent him. I just don't get up and move around. We need more prophets like that. And so anyway, he said, you want to do I said, okay. And I, I, the whole service, I was just praying, praying. It was a powerful service. And at the end, Apostle John said, Marcus, come up and prophesy. I said, right here. I had a, a money that I cannot fit anymore. I'm barely holding on to this jacket. But anyway, so I sat right here and I prophesied, get ready, set, go. And I got something for you. So I got in the, I got in the car and the Holy Ghost, I was like, I was praying. John said, you good this morning? I said, yeah, I'm good. I said, I was kind of up all night tossing. I was praying. I said, this pastor, he said, yeah, what about him? I said, you know, if you'll allow me to, I just want to pray for him. That's all. I don't think I just want to pray for him. He said, okay, Mark, I trust you. Go ahead. As I began to pray, and God began to show me this church, and I saw this church as an explosion. I mean, I saw as far as the eye could see. I'm like, God, what are you trying to do with this man? And I remember when I prophesied, I said, get ready. Set go. The Lord spoke to me. He says, Marcus, I inserted you into his life for the get ready portion. He said, and I kept you there for the get set. And the last piece that was in place for the go is now in position. Don't make me take my glasses off. So if you're in this place, open up your mouth. Don't say get ready. We already did that. Don't say get set. We already did that. Open your mouth and say go. So why are you preaching about the Holy Ghost here? Because we're going to need Holy Ghost. Because there are people that are going to come in this church that needs deliverance for real. And you got to have the Holy Ghost. The inside of the Holy Ghost. So that when they come down here, you are going to know. Oh Lord. I don't know if I can say this. Am I done? Lift your hands. The Lord says, many of you are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost this week. With the evidence of speaking in tongues. Don't back away from it. Come on, Lutheran. Come on, Presbyterian. You ain't going to get it here. That unction I had to move everybody up out of front of my house came from here. And because I did not know what it was, I had to go. I was putting my antenna up to find out what's going on. And once it happened, nobody got hurt. My niece was right there in the doorway. You need the Holy Spirit. 
God said, Marcus, I want you to tell the people that what I'm about to do in their life, and we're going to praise God for a minute, is so important. It is so powerful. I don't know who's told you that you can't have what God said you can have. Some of y'all have fallen prey to your own environment. I don't know who told you that, but it was a lie. The businesses that you have, you need the Holy Ghost. Come get this, Armand. I know a man that prayed in the spirit every day. He said, before you go to Ramah, I went to Ramah. He said, Marcus, we're going to travel the world together. Him and me, you and my wife, we're going to preach all over the world. I said, okay. He says, but I need to tell you something. Me and you are going to go into business as partners first. I said, man, you're crazy. I'm ready to preach now. I preached for Bishop Daryl Hines, all these people. I'm ready to preach. I'm ready to go. He said, no, just wait. Give me five years. I said, no. He said, hey, where you at? I said, I'm in Texas. Where you at? I'm over here preaching. He's like, oh, good. I said, yeah, that's what I'm called to do. He said, Marcus, quit preaching for a while. Come do business with me. Then we'll preach together. I said, nah, man, I can't do that. That ain't my vision. I said, well, what are you doing? He said, I'm buying up motor home, mo- mobile home parks. I said, that's definitely not my business. I don't want to deal with no trade. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I said, what are you doing now? He says, well, I get in my office every day, and I pray in the Spirit for three or four or five hours. And then I go and purchase land. Based on being led by the Spirit of God. I said, okay. I get a call from one of our mutual friends. Did you hear about... Someone, someone said, no. He said he bought this nasty, stinking-looking mobile park. I said, yeah, he needs to stop. God ain't in that. He said, just wait. He said they was digging deep to redo the whole park. And it hit natural gas. And he has a residual income of $20 million a year. I said, my God, oh God. Ten of that would have been mine, my God. Per year? How do you can use $10 million a year? That taught me a lesson. You need the Holy Ghost. When they're driving me, I'm like, Rego, tu yell at my heart. When I'm flying, I'm praying the Holy Ghost. That things may be revealed. Lift up your hands. Come on, I'm, I'm supposed to be done. Come on. I want you to lift your hands. Maybe I can preach a little, a little different longer here at 11. Lift your hands up and say, Thank God for the Holy Ghost. So much he wants to do in my life. And I will not, I will not shut down the voice of Holy Spirit. I will listen to his unctions, his promptings, and his leadings. I want you to give God the best praise that you can give him.